Game Changers Magazine, GCM Network, Voices of the Village Podcast. Today I'm with Councilwoman Cam Varner. How are you doing today, Councilwoman Varner? I'm good. It's been a long time coming since we've been able to sit down and talk about some of the great things that you're doing in this community. Uh, McDonough is growing. Tell us who is Cam Varner for those who haven't been here, you know, been living on the moon for the past few years. You know what I mean? Who is Councilwoman Cam Varner? Um, my name is Cam Varner. I am a native of McDonough, Georgia. Uh, I've served my community for over 12 years. I'm, I'm actually, uh, on uh, last night I had my last um, meeting of my third term. So I'm excited about having the opportunity to start my fourth term on January the 2nd. So um, I've been on council for, uh, like I said, for 12 years. Um, and I, I am a native. I, I graduated from Henry County High School. Um, so I am a uh, actual Warhawk alumni and um, I have a bachelor's in organization leadership and my master's that I just received in public administration. Wow, wow. Now you were voted as one of the youngest council members, I think the youngest council person ever to really be a council person, right? Uh, at the time, yes. Okay. Uh, I was I, I was the youngest uh, at the, to serve on, on city council at the time, and that was back in 2011. That was back in 2011. Mm -hmm. All right, and that was a time I think I just moved to Henry County that year. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, very innovative, very progressive. Mm -hmm. What did it feel like, you know, coming into leadership, knowing that you know the elders of the land, the community wanted you to carry the torch, and they mm -hmm. trusted you with the vision of the city? Uh, it felt great. It was it was amazing. Um, I had the opportunity to not only um, to um, capitalize off that opportunity of um, for progression, but to also to move it forward. So that was absolutely amazing. Um, we um, there are some times that you have to take advantage of. Okay. Um, we are leaders for such a time as this. Wow. And so once you know that and you know what time it is, when to move, and when you get that direct download on um, from from Christ Himself on how to um, improve the land that He's giving you the um, the opportunity to serve for Him. In his in his capacity for the, a better kingdom of God, then you'll know how to um, capitalize and move in that direction. So it was absolutely amazing. It's still amazing because God Almighty is giving me the opportunity to continue to serve. So I'm going to continue to do God's will. Awesome, awesome, man. Now I remember when when I first met you, you were very involved with the youth. Mm -hmm. The youth was one of your passion. Mm -hmm. You built like a youth council. Mm -hmm for the city of McDonough. What was that experience like and what was the direction of the youth council and the things that you were trying to accomplish as a councilwoman? So the direction of the youth council was to um, get young people to understand local government. Okay. Not only to lo uh, understand local government, but to um, to know that they are leaders from where they are. Okay. Um, you know, kids, young people, Right. They don't like to be called kids. Young people. <laughs> <laughs> Young people, um, they now know that um, they are leaders that can be their own individuals. Right. Um, it, it's a different generation. Okay. So I want them to harness their leadership skills, whether they decide to be a janitor or decide to blow up balloons for a living. Right. Or be the CEO of a, of a, a company or a community. Um, they have that um, leadership, that someone that they can believe in, someone who um, who knows or a government that knows that 
hey, we've educated you about local government. We told, we ask you to, you know, serve our community. We've given you avenues to serve our community. No matter which community you go into, though we want you to come back home, we want you to have this program or, and just to know this is what local government is and this is what serving your community looks like. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Now, you are also hitting a few youth programs that happen for the, I think, summer youth programs for the youth in the community. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the things that's led by the city, you were trusted with the vision to kind of lead those programs during the summer. What were some of the values and the assets that those programs that they bring to the community, as well as, you know, helping youth develop into leaders? So um, um, young people, there's nothing um, like young people having the opportunity to serve each other okay. in, real, in real time. They have the opportunity to know that there's a need. Right. There's people that look differently than them. Those uh, socioeconomic statuses that um, look different than them. Okay. And they have the opportunity to serve um, their community. They have the opportunity to serve um, people that look like them. So in... When, when young people see that they have the opportunities to um, serve and that people are serving them, then th that inspire and aspire young people to do um, that for each other. And that's the way of the world. We have to know that we are here for one another. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. When it comes down to government, now, most people don't understand government. You're... They, when they look at McDonald, they say city councilwoman, they think you're the councilwoman over the whole city. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Educate us on the breakdown of the district saying like, you know, you serving your district and being an asset to your, you know, responsibilities. Okay. So though I serve the entire community, I am representative of District 4. Um, I, I like to tell people District 4 is your, your strongest uh, social economic district in in the city in mcdonald absolutely we we are the pipeline to economics <laughs> you know um so um i, I like to uh let uh, people know that we, uh, that district has 32 hotels um a mixed um mixed use development residential some industrial so okay. it has a huge portfolio wow huge portfolio okay um for the city of mcdonald's one okay. that um the city sends and the city of McDonald's should be proud of. Right. But my district entails of, um, of the Avalon City Square portion, and we break districts down, which in, um, the city of McDonough has had districts for um, years. I think the late 80s, mm. early 90s is when the city of McDonough was the only city in the city of McDonough up until last year or this year. Stockbridge went into districts, but we've had district representation for that long. Oh, wow. So um, you have four districts in the city of McDonough. Um, count, um, currently serving, you have one, Rufus Stewart, two, um, Jamal Burt, um, three, Scott Reeves and four myself and then you have two at-large seats and okay. the mayor um, Though we have those seven seven individuals We all you know come together and serve the community as a as a whole um, But I do represent district four district. Yeah I do. Uh, awesome, awesome. It's a, I think that's like the Avalon Park District. Avalon Park District. Um, okay. South Point, um, City Square. Um, okay. And I have a slither of uh, Blacksville. Blacksville. Now, let's talk about South Point, the, okay. one of the biggest developments Absolutely. that's hit McDonough. You're governing that. The youngest, the, one of the youngest council people is in charge of 
billion dollar projects. Man, how does that weigh on your shoulders? Um, <laughs> long as it as long as we, it, it weighs a lot because okay. people um they complain about the traffic. I know that developers want to come in. Um, I understand that we have to have, we have some commercial, some retail. Okay. So, but um, what is the best decision for McDonough twenty five years from now? Wow. So it's not. Um, just, I, I don't want to, you know, support anything that's going to stand there or, or only that's only going to be there five years. Right. But let's look at the longevity of the project. Okay. And traffic is, it's kind of, you know, a lot of people don't say, they're like, okay, well, why do we have to go on the other side of the road to, go, to cross the street? Like <laughs> the, the whole bridge on 218 is kind of confusing. Tell us about the strategic planning behind that. And well, I mean, why do we, what? what well, unfortunately, we we were we we weren't a part of that. That's G dot. Okay, 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 That's okay. That's uh, I do think that um, it's progression. Um, I think okay. there's other cities that are doing it. Uh, I do know that there's um, Pula, Georgia. Um, there they have one. Okay. Um, and then uh, in Mississippi, they have you know one. So yeah. Mississippi's doing it. Yeah. McDonald can do it. McDonald's I know it's confusing, <laughs> but hey, it's progression. So it is. Um, it's doing uh, what it's supposed to do. Right. I mean, it's done off Jimmy Carter Boulevard as well. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, absolutely. it's you know. That's great, innovative thinking. Game Changers Magazine, Game Changers Media Network, Voices of the Village podcast with Councilwoman Cam Varner. You guys stay tuned. We got to go to a commercial break, pay some bills. You stay tuned for part two with Councilwoman Cam Varner. There are no mistakes or regrets in this life, only the opportunity to learn and evolve. Leave your imprint on this earth. In that process, it's a responsibility and calling to aid others where possible. When you've been blessed, you should look to be a blessing. That can take the form of your time and resources. You only have one life to make a difference in others, so why not show up and be great? But not for the sake of yourself, but for a generation of onlookers who are looking to see what's possible. Being a State Farm good neighbor in the community is a privilege that I don't take for granted. My name is Sherry DeVos-Denard, and my office is located in the industrial side of McDonough, Georgia. We service all of Georgia, in neighboring states, Alabama and South Carolina. You can reach us today for all of your auto, home, life, and small business needs at 678-782-3005 or online at sddinsurance.com and on all social media platforms. We look forward to earning your business. Big Chick King Stockbridge is now open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Start your morning off with a selection of biscuits and gravy, grits and eggs, to mouth-watering pancakes with bacon or sausage. It's your choice. Come dine in with us, take it to go carry out, or order online. Big Chick King is dedicated to serving our neighbors, family, and friends with our all-new Southern-style menu and the best fried chicken in South Atlanta Metro. Enjoy that good chicken with homestyle cooked macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes and corn, vegetables and green beans. Located at 1334 Highway 138 East in Stockbridge, Georgia, next to the Shell Plaza. We're open from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday through Saturday. For more information, visit BigChickKing.com. The best fried chicken, hot and fresh out of the kitchen. All right, all right. Game Changers Magazine. GCM Network, Voices of the Village podcast. We're back with Councilwoman Cam Varner, City of McDonough, celebrating 200 years reflection forward. Now, Cam, you have set 
and saw two different mayors, two different forms of leadership, right? What does reflection forward look like to you? You know, because I mean, it actually fits your profile as a councilwoman. You've seen the past and now you see the present. So um, reflection forward to me um, is much like um, carrying the torch. Okay. Because um, the previous mayor, Mayor Billy Copeland, he always stated that McDonough is a new promised land. Yes. You know, he was historical for that slogan. Okay. And so Reflection Forward is uh, our current mayor uh, doing exactly that. However, she's reflecting forward. Right. She's passing. She's actually moving the agenda towards the um, New Promised Land. Right. So um, us as a council, we're doing the work to ensure that um, we are the New Promised Land and that we're all, always, always going to be the head of the county and hold that county seat. So, and we and we're doing it as such, and 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 we want other cities to exemplify um, the leadership of the city of McDonough. Correct. I mean, the city of McDonough. Not to throw shots, eh? Because all <laughs> cities are unique. Right. All right. cities are unique. Stockbridge is doing their thing. Hampton yes. is doing their thing, and Los Grove is doing their thing. Okay. Um, we all have a uniqueness. I'm one that believes that um, cities are unique. That's why um, people move to them. Right, right. Because um, they have a unique spin to them. But but McDonough has a unique spin where you guys created an atmosphere of live, work, and play. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Tell us about, like, how did that craft about the, like, because, I mean, when I first moved here, it just was like live. Work. You know. Play. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, we wasn't playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we was able to, you know, live a little bit because we moved down here for the school system, mm -hmm. things of that nature. But I, I mean, just in the last ten years, I seen the development of that atmosphere. What was the strategic plan behind that? Um, it was policy. Okay. Um, policy, policy is what um, we as policymakers um, create so that um, we can have a vibrant community. So. Um, the the vibrant uh downtown that you see now right um policies such as um your container open containers uh in and around um your downtown district uh pouring into the main street infrastructure okay facade um you know um, grants and things of that nature uh to um, maximize the use of our square so that people can come down and um, enjoy themselves. I mean, you, you crust and craft and scoops and story on the square. Like some of the my um, some of the greatest places that I love to hang out now is right here in my own city. And I totally agree with you because when I first moved here, I you know I was told the stigma. We had a Confederate statue in mm -hmm. the middle of the square. Mm -hmm. A lot of African Americans were mm -hmm. told like, "Hey, we don't go down there. We don't hang out down there." But now. It's more a diverse location. Think about um, growing up here. In okay. The city in, in, in Whew. You know, um, um, as early as 1998. Okay. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I used to share with my colleague that used to serve with me on this on the dais that we weren't able to go to the square in 1998 comfortably wow. um, without being questioned. But then um, there were there were not things down here that or in the square that we wanted to enjoy. Yes. You know, but now, um, yes, I have definitely seen the reflection forward. 
Wow, wow. The development of Main Street is just the ambiance. Mm -hmm. I mean, I rode through Saturday night and it was just lit up, cars parked all the way, almost the shallow Baptist church. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, tell us about that development and why the Main Street District is now thriving with these new businesses coming. I mean, and they're not stopping. They're building right now. Mm -hmm. They got trucks out there right now, like people, you know, doing what they do. It's policy. Okay. I can stick. We have. Um, we we. I have to stick to policy and the infrastructure, the visionary, um, of of our of our council. Okay. Um, it was is it was strictly policy, um, because as uh, council members, we attract. Right. It is our job to attract people to our cities, just like it was our job to attract you to come live in our city. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, that's what um, we build the infrastructure and policies to okay. attract that atmosphere. And I think that we've been very successful in doing so. Um, also, when we talk about the Christmas. Yes. The Christmas season. I, I I was actually excited about the Tyler Perry. I, I sat down the other day and just watched Tyler Perry, um, Medea's Christmas. Okay. Um, that was filmed here in the square of McDonald's. Wow. And so um, you get the highlight um, where Tyler Perry actually highlighted, you know, the, his scene at the end of the movie um, highlighted our square. Wow. And so... Christmas just gets better and better in the city of McDonough. Um, the, um, like you said, the ambiance down in the square and and and, and Alexander Park yes. as we, um, you know, celebrate our bicentennial this year, um, it's been nothing shorter than amazing. Man, that's amazing. That's amazing. You grew up here in the city of McDonough, mm -hmm. and you were able to grow up in under the leadership of one of our prominent leaders, Reverend Reverend Lee. Yes. Shallow Baptist Church. What was it like? You know, because I remember you hearing, I remember hearing the stories. You told me how Reverend Lee used to get out in the community, mm -hmm. march, lead marches. Mm -hmm. As a youth growing up, seeing that type of leadership being molded up under that type of leadership, what did that look like for you? And what impact did it play on the leadership that you carry out as a leader today? Um, Pastor Lee was um, an advocate. Okay. He and Dr. Hope Strickland. Okay. Um, they were um, they were local advocates, our local Malcolm X, our um, local Martin Luther King Juniors. Um, when the crack epidemic did, right. um, he had us out there marching and um, singing and you know praying for individuals to clean our community up. Wow. Um, there was a time when we people don't know this. We only had two high schools. Okay. Starbridge High and Henry County High School. So when they wouldn't allow black cheerleaders on the Henry County High School cheerleading team, we boycotted. And so he um, taught advocacy. He taught me that um, I, can I can serve my community through activism, right. um, through serving my community. Um, and I grew up under that leadership. I grew up, I was the president of the youth ministry. Okay. Uh, we had a vibrant youth minister Right. Um, Pastor Deontay Walden and his um, lovely wife, Yvette Walden. Okay. Um, so we were always in and around our community serving in a capacity where the, whether we were serving community or whether we were active, being activists or advocating for an issue in our community. Man, that is awesome. Now, you fought for a long time, as far back as I can remember, to get, you know, a community center, mm -hmm. somewhere for the kids to go. 
And I believe you were essential in the new Shaquille O'Neal Community Center coming. I mean, that, that's here now, mm -hmm. as well as um, the community center that Shallow, Baptist, Shallow McDonough provided. How did that impact your vision as far as helping youth have a resource to be able to go somewhere after school? Because you understand like what was happening after school. You know, you know those hours, those print, those prima hours. How did those community centers play an impact behind you know this community and so, help this community um, grow? I'm sorry, Pastor Lee. He uh, his vision was to uh, he was a YMCA director for years. Okay. Uh, he uh, and uh, under here Andy Young, he had the Andrew Young facility. Okay, okay. And so the model that he utilized for the Life Center is much of a model of the YMCA. Okay. So when we were having conversations with the YMCA, the YMCA was like, no, we don't do competition. You know, we know Pastor Lee and his vision, and so we don't, you know, this YMCA may not be the fit right. for um, the city of McDonough because Pastor Lee has done the Life Center. Okay. Follow me. Gotcha. And then um, Commissioner D. Clements came about, and though we were we before um, D. Commissioner D. Clements, we had conversations about the Boys and Girls Club. We would always start these little, um, these small talk sessions, right? Brainstorm right. on how we could get it there. Okay. But when you talk about passing the torch yeah. and reflecting forward, she kind of capitalized off of that. Okay. And she moved us into the direction where we did partnership. Wow. So um, I did get a phone call from uh, Commissioner D. Clemens. Okay. Um, and, and she said, hey, you know, I got the Boys and Girls Club on board. And so she was like, I'm thinking of partnership. What do you think? She said, do you think that you can, you guys can get the council on board? So I gave her the um, number to our then city administrator, okay. um, Keith Dickerson, okay. to see if we can collaborate, um, have that conversation about the Boys and Girls Club. And um, we kept pushing and kept agreeing and um, kept working and collaborating with other entities mm -hmm. until you see the Shaquille O'Neal um, including Shaquille O'Neal himself. Right. You see the um, vision go into fruition, and it now sits in District 4. Man, awesome. Game Changers Magazine, GCM Network, Voices of the Village podcast. We're going to go Cam Varner, Councilwoman Cam Varner, City of McDonough, celebrating 200 years. Stay tuned, part three. We're going to talk about the City of McDonough celebrating 200 years. Stay tuned for our commercial break. At ViStar Credit Union, you inspire us to deliver on our promise, to do good for our members and our communities. That's why we offer more banking options, like better rates and no hidden fees. We also give back, donating several million dollars to hundreds of nonprofits each year. Better financial lives, stronger communities. That's our focus. ViStar Credit Union, do good, bank better. At Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology, our business is your health. Dr. Ronald S. Watts and his staff are dedicated to the pillars of quality health, such as equity, effectiveness, efficiency, integration, safety, timeliness, and people-centeredness. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology specializes in the evaluation and treatment of diabetes and endocrine disorders. 
thyroid, neck and parathyroid gland ultrasound examinations, and vascular examination for peripheral artery disease are just some of the services that Dr. Ronald S. Watts and his staff provide. Looking for treatment? We are currently accepting new patients. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology accepts all major insurance. Give us a call at 770-389-9494 or visit us at 550 Eagles Landing Parkway, Suite 110, Stockbridge, Georgia. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology. Our business is your health. Visit us at eldiabetes.org. Come on now. Game Changers Magazine, GCM Network, Voices of the Village podcast, Councilwoman Cam Varner, City of McDonough, celebrating 200 years. Reflection forward. Wow. Councilwoman, when it, when it, when it come down to it, you are the epitome of reflection forward. When I say that, I remember you took it upon yourself to capture the history of one of the prominent lands here. Blacksville. You have a documentary. Many people don't even know you're a producer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't even know that you got it. You know, you got credit. You got IMBD credentials. You know what I'm saying? With this whole documentary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So tell me what inspired the documentary and why did you feel you needed to reach back in order to pull forward? So, like I said, uh, Pastor Lee was very inspirational. Okay. Um, but um, we were we did some work. Okay. When I say we did some work, there were people who were alongside us that fought for things that you wouldn't even imagine. Wow. Just, um, rem just think about having friends or peers that want to be a cheerleader, okay. but can't be a cheerleader because of the color of their skin mm. and, uh, and living through it. My Lord. And um, in the 20th century, in the 20th century, yeah. So um, people don't know um, the, 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 what we're reaping now. Yes. The, the, what, what we're having the ability to do now. Yes. To serve now. Um, there were people who, like Mr. Thomas Solomon, who, and, and the Lemons, yes. that created the Henry County Voters League mm. so that we can just vote. People that was put into cars so they can just go vote. And if they got caught, you know, then it would be uh, a, re a repercussion behind that. Right. But there were people who were willing to put their life, their time, their family, their sacrifice right. so that I can be able to serve today. Wow. And it just didn't happen. It, it just didn't happen to me. Right. I, I know that it just didn't happen to me. So it was integral that I tell the stories of the African-Americans in our community, the black people who are in our community that was influential in um, what we are reaping today because they sold those seeds. Wow. And it, ha it wasn't easy seeds. But when you talk about um, serving the community, when there were not organizations around to serve the community, yeah. there were people who came out of their pockets like men on a mission. Mm. There were people who came out of their pockets like the Eastern, the Smooth Ash, the, the Eastern Star and the, um, the Masonic Lodge um, that had to do the job. Right. They had to advocate. They had to serve. And I think that it's um, 
just righteous to tell them who those individuals are. Right. Who right. taught who taught your black and brown kids? Who yes. taught them? Yes. Who who traveled from Alabama State University all the way from Alabama Alabama to come and teach and educate your black and brown kids in our community? Who did that? Right, right. Because if they weren't allowing them to be cheerleaders, then what makes us think that they were receiving the best educational system mm -hmm. in the school system that was established here? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, Georgia had four, only four means back in our, you know, back in the day where okay. they could uh, educate. Okay. Um, that was through the genes, um, um, genes education. You had the, um, um, the uh, Rosenwald schools. Wow. You had your churches and you had your training schools. Mm. And so um, that's how, you know, um, you as a as a black person. So these are curriculums like that that were approved through the state mm -hmm. that that were the only choices for black people. Oh, wow. And so uh, you had the combs who were, you know, teaching in your churches. Mm -hmm. And then you had your training school, like Mr. J.F. Smith, okay. you, who was principal of your training schools. And then you had um, Bethlehem Baptist, Shoal Creek Baptist, Mount Zion Baptist churches. Um, those individuals were pioneers, or not individuals, those organizations were pioneers and educate your black and brown community um, back then. And it's, it's an integral to me. Um, for people to know that. Wow, wow. In, in, in the Blacksville documentary, you, you uncovered a lot, you know, when it came down to even, um, when it came down to just how I believe you guys had to advocate through the streets of, I think, Phillips Drive and things like that, and even just getting Phillips Drive even established as a paved road. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think you and uh, Councilman Rufus Stewart finally got that done. Like that just happened recently, right? No, it was paved. Um, it was paved, but we wanted this um, walkability there. Okay, okay, and, it was. And, uh, that's and, what it was. Uh, we carried we carried a torch into um, you know the walkability um, and and not just putting up anything. Wow. You know, just you know holding accountability um, so that it could be nice in that area okay okay and how important was how, how how do you think that that movie or that documentary impacted the youth of today and what they're seeing now because now they get they got a park out there rufus stewart park mm -hmm. i mean resources are being poured into that community you know like like never before so the documentary is um two part one okay. is to capitalize off of not to capitalize, that's the wrong word. Sorry, gotcha. wrong word. No problem. <laughs> Not to capitalize, but um, to um, harness the history of, of the, of the, so people would know what Blacksville was, where we came from. Okay. Um, we were much more of a prominent community. Mm -hmm. um, and then the second part is to educate leadership. Okay. On how we can move forward, that that community forward. How can we continue to serve that community? What they lacked, what do they still like? Kind of like a case studies because it was vocal uh, interviews from different individuals. Right. And they all spoke on the strengths and the weaknesses of the community. Okay. And if you pay co close attention to what they're saying, some needs were met and some were not. 
Okay. And some we still have work to do. Man, that makes sense. Councilwoman, we want to thank you for taking the time out, sharing your story um, for what McDonald looked like reflecting forward. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the perfect term Mayor Vincent, you know, mm -hmm. actually put together, you know, in this whole bicentennial year celebration, reflecting forward, because we can reflect mm -hmm. and move forward at the same time. Absolutely. Take that's what right. was good for the past mm -hmm. and move it forward and be, keep building on it. That's right. How does it feel working with Mayor Sandra Vincent going into this 200-year celebration and moving him McDonald forward? It feels absolutely amazing. Um, she's one that cares, um, one that listens. Okay. And so um, it, it's uh, absolutely uh, astonishing to have the opportunity to uh, serve alongside her, as, as I have before, but in the capacity as mayor. It, it's amazing. Awesome, man. She's impacting a lot of people's lives in this community. She's a mayor for all, and she's definitely making sure that she represents this great, diverse community. Absolutely. Thank you, Councilwoman Vonna, for taking the time out. My pleasure. GCM Network, Game Changers Magazine, Voices of the Village Podcast. Councilwoman Cam Varner, City of McDonough, celebrating 200 years. Reflecting for you.